from the old National Bank State Street studio, you're listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. All right, thank you to Abdallah and Charlie Bevins. Black is back tomorrow. Abdallah's on the night after Waddle and Sylvie's with Tyler. Guys will be on to 745 minutes Northwestern at Illinois. Thanks for listening, calling, and participating in today's show. Full uh, full bank of phone lines most of the day. We'll be back tomorrow. More of the same. So, uh, sorry if we didn't get to you. Try to service as many people as possible. But Waddle and Sylvia are here to service you. Jesse's actually in for Waddle. Jesse's a big servicer. Oh, yeah. He's going to give you some I service. I am here to service the fans out there for the next four hours. And talk baseball. Yeah. Oh, that'll be a quick I mean, how about I get... I said, you're... I, I got a player. Play. Is it baseball? I'm like, is it baseball? <laughs> I'd expect you to kick me in the balls well, like I if was, I said I'm going to give you a baseball. Jericho said he heard a lot of a baseball talk on the station. I didn't say a lot. I heard some baseball Where? talk this morning. With who? Cap. Oh, really? Cap was talking baseball today? He's talking a little bit of baseball today. I heard Jed Hoyer's name come out of his mouth. <laughs> Here's the most baseball we'll talk. I don't think I've ever seen a team, let alone a major market team, make zero Here he goes. major league hey, moves. No, we just said. Before I the new year. Say, I'm just saying. That. That's the only. Zero. That's kind of insane. We go GM meetings, winter meetings, holidays. They have not signed a major league player or traded for one. Have the White Sox done anything? Oh, They're yeah, a major they've, team. They've signed some. Oh, yeah. They've signed some players. Who'd they sign? I'm Tim Hill and Martin Maldonado. Oh, yeah. Martin Maldonado. Not good players. Martin Maldonado, whose defense no isn't even that good anymore. You're 37. Just, you're doing what you were yeah. making fun of. No, I know. I'm kidding. Come on. Okay, stop that, it, Jesse. That, I blame Jesse for that. That's the extent that. of it. That's got said. me thinking about baseball. That's the extent Jesse's of it. Jesse's doing a victory lap today, by the way. Oh, yeah. From what? On his field stuff. Jesse's Mr. Justin Fields these days. And this guy came through for me on Sunday. Big time. Oh, you get a little Big cover time. action oh, for you? No, you I, just, I meant backing Fields up my over, argument. Oh, okay. Fields over yardage? Well, you first have? of all, uh, this guy next to me, your, your buddy here, is the first guy to say both Eberflus yep. and Fields should be That's back. Right. A, a month ago, it sounded kind of crazy. Yeah, now but he it's also not so doesn't crazy. mind if they trade him. Well, I, I get I, it, I mean, but I've still. I got that, but I also said at the time. What's going on over here? Instagram. The better he plays... The better he plays, the better it is for the Chicago Bears. I agree with Yurko. As a whole. Yes. But I do think they're bringing him back. They're not. Um, Iberflus come back for sure. Is it more likely Fields that they trade the one pick or Justin Fields? Both. What does that mean? Well, you heard me. How could you do both? <laughs> you trade down and identify the quarterback that you want and trade you, down you and could get do the quarterback both. that you want. There is a, f- a scenario where you can do, but you My can scenario take, is both. You, you, you can pass on Caleb Williams and still take right. a quarterback. Still take Drake May or, or Penix. Big balls play right there, guys. Do you see <laughs> Oh, him? like wait and get Penix later? Crusty yeah. one. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, okay. yes. You, yes. You, yes. I'm, I'm not right. saying they're doing that or I'm endorsing. I'm just saying... I say we just put all our eggs in one basket. I don't think there's a trade cons- down, may, uh, build a monster around the guy, and go right. to war. I Let's look, just go. I look at this guy. Everybody else seems to be in that in the house hall. I looked at six mock drafts. Do you know how many quarterback names I've six? seen? Six mock drafts that have been out there. You know how many quarterback names I've seen in there? Six. Mm-hmm. Not all six are the same, guys. No. Not all six quarterbacks are the same. And not all six will be good. I see six of them. That, that means six oh. are going in the first ten picks. How well, many of the six will be good? One. Just yeah, I would say I one or two. Six different names in there. So there's not a consensus is my point. So when there's not a consensus, hopefully some people <laughs> fall in love with the guy that everybody loves for some reason or another. Caleb, uh, Caleb Williams. Yeah. 
that allows the Bears to be put in a position where they can move down and maybe move down again to be able to get the quarterback they want, build up their draft equity, and then maybe take the quarterback they like, and you never know before then. Somebody might call him number one. We love this guy. We think he's fantastic. We don't know what you have an issue with him for. That's how fantastic we believe he is. And then you trade him away, too. I guess there's all types of scenarios I can paint in my head. I don't get angry, but the quarterback that comes in needs to be as good as Justin Fields is now. Has not, to. not three years ago. That's where no, the starting no, not, point is. No. Not this three is years the from starting now, point. Now, because right? even now, yes. Justin yeah. Fields, not a complete project. But I've seen enough where I like him. I like Justin Fields. I think, I think like that's him. a sensible I think analysis he's right there. Yeah. He's getting closer and closer to Lamar. Oh, yeah. That is escapability. He's about to be a two-time is, MVP. That, that escapability what I mean, is like, pretty unique. Yeah. And, and like I said last week, Lamar had a season where he threw for 36 touchdowns. Yeah. Justin now is what, 41? What would he throw for one or two this last week? 40 for his career. 40 for his career. Yes. 40 for so his like, career. Lamar had 36 in a season. Yes. Justin has 40 for his career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he had more games like he had Sunday, oh. I'd be less about moving on. Yes, but, you, you know, not. Of course. And, and then, like, a, a, a lot of people like this throwing the term hater. And I, I've always oh, been a backer. A I, no, a I, I was always pro drafting Justin. You're, I was always coach pro. Kid. All I wanted to do was I was actually the guy supporting Eberflus last year with you. Um, well, last year he wasn't going anywhere. His first year, they were trying to lose last year. Where was he going last year? They weren't. They weren't going. Well, you, you were. Year. We were. We were arguing about the learning how to win thing. I like. Oh, I that's didn't. Still like, important. I, I thought he did a good job of keeping them. Keeping them afloat last he, he year did, in a really tough year. He did a better job this year. He did a better I think job he may this have. year. Considering well, well, the way those first four games spiral went. out of control he, after those he tough did losses. did a better job what I did, this year than Here's he did what last I didn't year. like this year. I didn't like that they weren't prepared in the opener. They didn't have a good training camp, as we all talked about. Yep. They weren't ready to play against Green Bay in the opener. Nope. And I didn't like the colossal collapses. Who does? And... and, and if they had beaten Cleveland, just if they won one out of those three, yep, one out of the three, They'd be alive. We would be talking about in the hunt. one of the most hyped Bears Packers games yeah. in the last twenty years. Yes. This this would be one of the most hyped Bears Packers games since the twenty ten season of the NFC Championship game. Do you game. think he announces his contract extension on your show when he comes up here? <laughs> I'm going to ask him if he's, been, if he's been... I wonder if they're going to give him a contract extension, and that's the delay. Is that the oh, delay? I don't think Maybe so. a contract extension? Well, well it, it's, not, it's not crazy talk. <laughs> because if you're going to keep him, do you want him on a hot seat next year if you're going to bring in a new hot offensive seat. coordinator? Probably not. So if you're going to keep him... You got to take him off the hot seat. Take him off by by I think giving him another year or two to entice. An, if you're going to bring in a new offensive coordinator, you're not. Are you really going to run it back with everybody? I wonder if they uh, they announce it here on the station today. Let's do it. Well, if it happens, I would think that that's more of an off season thing. But I guess it could. Happen. I'm going to ask him though, Yerk. Has he been told? Yeah, that he has been that he's coming back next year. Yeah. And if he's not, can he please send me my golf shoes? I, you know, did you hear that story, too, by the way? That show a, a few weeks ago, when we said, hey, Yurko wants to know where the golf shoes are, and he joked about it. Yeah. Um, he's, um, he then afterwards 
reached out and wanted to know the mailing address. Yeah. And, and said that he would send everyone golf shoes. And we, we still haven't. <laughs> on the outside looking well, in. Well, listen, he's an NFL right, coach. He's busy. Oh, he's right. Maybe, he'll, maybe he'll send it in January. And that's not a priority of his. I don't think so. He's got Green be. Bay on his mind right now. Remember it, it, that. If he's dismissed, I'll be really surprised. Really? I'd yes. be stunned. I'd be, be really surprised. With, all the, with, with, with the, what Big said a week ago, with then with what Rappaport said over the weekend. No one is, remember, no one is still reporting that he is back. Right. People are just, Big said, what the tea leaves are telling him is his guess is he's back. Is I don't he, know that I'd be stunned. That's I, all I'm saying. I think he'll be back. But Rapp, I don't know that Rappaport said he would be, be surprised, surprised be if surprised. he's not back. Maybe they're gonna, they're announcing the NFL Coach of the Year today, and it's Eberflus. <laughs> oh, that's going to be Stefanski. Yurko's having his day today. <laughs> that's going to be Stefanski, I think. Or well, listen, I came out five weeks ago, and I saw enough. Of the way the team was playing, they still supported their coach. They still played hard for their coach. And I'm like, guess what, guys? I got a feeling they're both coming back. And that's the thing, Sylvie. You can, now that we have more evidence that they've played well lately, you can talk yourself into saying, okay, those three fourth quarter um, uh, collapses. collapses were more fluky than anything else. That that's not necessarily repeatable as you get better. So you're telling me he has but some fourth quarter flaw. Three of the, three feel, three of them happened in the like within an eight week span. Okay, is that what you're telling me? That Eberflus is doing well here. He's doing well here. They're improving, but he has some fourth quarter flaw that can't be fixed. That's what you're telling me. I, and I, same thing with Fields' numbers. How about as the team grows, those fourth quarter numbers will be better. That's the way I look at it. Be careful. The hands are moving here with Jesse now. The hands that's are the way moving. I look at it. I'm saying now that they've had improvement in other areas, you can talk yourself into saying that's kind of fluky. Next year, we're not going to well, lose one, those one games because we're going to be a better team. There's always some, like, some randomness and variance that goes into stripping down like a large data sample to one quarter. I, I, I know what you mean, Jess, but it is money time. And like you do want your guys to be at their best. That's right. In that fourth quarter. Harms had his best with the money shot. Sure, but if if, if they're... You know, Even at your age? <laughs> but uh, I'm saying you know, as your team gets better, you're not going to have those meltdowns. Unless you're telling me he has some fourth quarter flaw. And I don't necessarily think that he does. Well, I mean, but are you now... Don't you... After three times, Jesse... Aren't we in the area of wanting to see it better? Like once, sure, once and, fine, yeah, and just two, two, okay, just two days, three, like two days ago, it was Joe, better. They held on to a lead. Well, you know? again, but Joe Flacco throwing for two hundred twelve yards in a single quarter. That's a, uh, do the math, Jesse. That's an eight hundred fifty yard game. It. And what I'm saying is, when you're better as a team, more talent, more experience, they were better those, then. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, they, they, their defense was their defense they played phenomenal. great the entire game. Okay, why did they allow two twelve in the quarter? Because Iberflus doesn't know how to coach the fourth quarter. That's what you're telling me. Well, sometimes well, the bend and don't break right. defense, yes. and sometimes not going for the kill. Sometimes the play not yes. to lose mentality. But then the ironic you. thing is, he brought a blitz on the key play of the game, and. Well, they were they getting pressure the wall. And what game. I'm saying is, why, why without those other positive things happening since then, for example, and in the first three quarters of the games, it'd be a different story. If, the, if those com- if those um, collapses led to just a terrible, disrupted locker room and, and snowballed to more losses, then I'd say you're right. But but it hasn't happened. Well, that's, that's a different together. story. That like you're you're talking about two different things. I'm not telling you 
it will repeat itself. I'm saying it's something to keep your eye on. It's something that I have no problem to keep an eye on, but uh, I wouldn't uh, fire him because of it at this point. That's my point. Okay, that's that. That's you. Uh, like again, like I thought there were that was a lot, and and just like with the Cubs did with David Ross no, in, in the moment, just I like thought with it was the Sox a lot. Yeah. and the Cubs did with Ricky Renneria, just like other teams have done before. That if there's another player out there that's better, you can do it. Like right. there's nothing wrong with with improving yourself in True. an area. True. By the way, Matt Eberflus joining us uh, momentarily. And oh, coming it, up. It's all about perspective <laughs> too. <laughs> oh, is it? Is it? I'm, I'm just saying oh, that that like as we talk about this, we will be on today at some point with you guys. <laughs> well, you're right. It, it, it is about perspective too. Like what perspective do you take? You, do you take the good out of those those um, historic collapses? And say that they're kind of fluky because other things are going well, as I'm saying. Or do you take them as, oh, wait a minute, this is a sign of some inabilities that this coaching staff has? You take it as it's part of the learning process. Unfortunately, that's what it is. It's part of the learning process, not only for your coach, but for your players also. It stinks. It sucks. We all experienced them. Um, that was it. Now this team has found a way to turn around. I don't care which quarterbacks they've beaten over the course of time. They've started beating better teams as they've gone on. They beat Detroit, right? They did. That's they a good Detroit. Atlanta, win. Atlanta. I told you about playing the, for the playoffs. I told you about the mediocrity of the league. Okay, all you're trying to do is now mire yourself through the mediocrity. You got to battle through the mediocrity of the crap and try to find a way to become an eleven win football team. That's the process of what you're doing. Three to eight, they're going to beat the Packers. I'm not worried about that. Three <laughs> to eight. Now, how do we get from eight to eleven? That's what you're looking That's for. That's the hardest part. And you're looking yeah. to compete in every single game and not have one of those games turn into you just got your little guys kicked in and and then you got to go back and retool and your your confidence is shaking. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's what you've got to eliminate. You know what I liked what you said, um, Yerk, was the Atlanta game, what I loved about that was, yes, sure, they're mediocre. They kicked their ass. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I, 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 don't, I don't care how good or bad you think Atlanta is. You took a team that you knew was ripe, and you did exactly what you're supposed to do. Justin Fields took a top ten defense, yeah. and he shredded them. Yeah, it's a good defense and, and, in a way. And again, it's true. Justin did a lot of the things that I've questioned, and he showed me answers to them. I, like, how could you criticize that? That was great. Yeah, that that yeah. was there was nothing to complain about from the Atlanta game. Right. No. No, on either side of the ball. It was either. really their best, was, probably was, their best win. It was their no, best win no, of the Eberflus no, no, era. It was no. the best how Justin played. But it was the way, awesome. The way you played against Detroit this year was impressive. Yes, minus in both games. Minus three right. minutes. Right. In both games, it was right. impressive three and the and way half. you competed against yeah, the team yeah. that's won 11 games and went tooth and nail with the Dallas Cowboys here yes. just a couple days ago. So, I mean, those types of things are, all right, you're starting to bring it all. And you know where the flaws are. Everybody knows where the flaws are. There's no mysteries. Center, maybe a left tackle, certainly a wide receiver, um, and another pass D- rusher coming yeah, off D-lineman. the corner. Yeah. yeah, and do you sign Jalen? That's your question. I believe he may have played himself. You franchise him at the minimum. At the minimum, and, yeah. yeah. And then and you see if you can agree upon Eddie a Eddie Jackson, you go young, and Eddie Jackson's yes. position. You draft a safety you somewhere. Shake, you shake his hand. You say, nice job. Thanks for all the effort. Your eighth year will be someplace else. Uh, what other guy? White hair's Cody's gone. gone. Patrick's gone. Santa, yeah, Santa. And you just start improving everything. And there you go. That's your team. That's what you're doing. Maybe Tyler Scott gets a bigger role next year. I still like Tyler Scott. 
I know it was number three wide receiver. Uneven at times. I don't know what Valus is. I don't care what Valus is. But you see when when you go, that's how a number one receiver can make the quarterback look better. Absolutely. I mean, all those catches he was making. Now you put Marvin on the other side. Now Fields doesn't have to be perfect, even though he did make some really good how come, throws. How come no credit for Getsy too about moving him into the slot position nineteen times? Right, I love yeah. that. that's Getsy yeah. that I yeah. the bad yeah. games. Yeah. It's always yeah. about the players. The bad right. games. Yeah. It's True. always about Getsy. Nobody True. wants to give Getsy any credit. How about something for Getsy? So maybe huh? the bottom line is we we uh, go go juice. We all expected more very early in the season and didn't come to fruition. It's coming to fruition late. I think we can go back and be critical of their preseason. Wow. Yurko's even the, done that. The best thing Where could be he everything changes, started so slow. He changes the way he practices in the preseason. Would be nice. Yeah. Whatever he came up with last offseason, let's kind of tweak it. Let's get the uh let's get the screwdrivers out and the wrenches. Let's tweak this thing a little bit. So yeah, the guys are a little better prepared coming out of I Jamaica. remember Courtney saying every a lot of coaches use September as their preseason. They That's do. okay if you're the so, if you're the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. That isn't okay if you're the if the or, you're or the Bears. Cowboys. And you're trying yeah. to win, or get it, to the playoffs. It could always be a matter of a game. Those games are worth yeah. as much as December. But let, so maybe we expected it all too soon, and now it's finally happening. And and this is the springboard to next year. Maybe it's like the Lions. Right. Maybe yeah. now you're poised to right. uh, be the Lions and don't be Jacksonville. Right. Uh, that's a uh, good. That's a good uh, lesson, York. Huh? Huh? I what hear do you, you think about that. I love it. Huh? I love be it. Be Detroit, not Jacksonville. I love it. Be but a look, lion. Don't be a jaguar. But look, Rawr. and remember, See, that, that I, I don't think I, again. I back to the hater stuff. It's not being a hater to want want the best. Nick Sirianni by Eagles fans are get is getting torn apart right now. He had his team in the Super Bowl last year and was a hold away from winning it. They've got 11 wins. The Who Eagles, they got 11 wins right now, and the Eagles fans yeah. are tearing Who him left? apart. Who left? Which should, both of his coordinators. They were ripping apart Gannon, though, don't forget, too. They're D.C. in the Super Bowl. Yes, they were. In the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Um, let, let, let's look at Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy in Dallas is constantly getting ripped. Oh, and rightfully so. Well, rightfully, yes, but... They're winning games. I'm not saying it's not rightfully so, but I'm saying got for anyone wins. to question Eberflus for blowing yeah. three games, historical portions of games where they're winning by 12 points with 345 left or allowing 212 to a guy who was on his couch three weeks before <laughs> that, Jesse, it's valid. Oh, I, the criticism's valid. I just don't think it's enough to get him fired because other things have gone well and you can make a case that those losses will turn into wins next year, as Jerko is saying. Whereas if things start went south after those collapses, it'd be a different story. But they've recovered from them. That's my point. A lot of Steelers fans don't want to hear it anymore about, oh, he's never had a losing year. They're fed up with they, it. They, uh, they, they're fed they want to win a playoff game. It, of course. They haven't won a playoff game since 15, is uh, it? They're dilemma- 15 or 16. That sounds right. What have Something they been like doing? That. They've been missing that quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they've been doing. Big Ben was bad in his last few years. Swinging Trubisky miss. stinks. Pickett stinks. Yeah. This guy's probably the best of the group right now. He's not he that stinks. good. And he's yeah. not that good. Yeah. Trubisky's yeah. awful. Yeah, he's, Whoever likes Trubisky is fooling themselves. <laughs> I don't believe it. You're no. fooling yourself. Even Northy took the out. Didn't he finally? Did Huntley? No, I no. heard. Uh, Tyler said yes. Odds couple for you one day, Carm. It was after oh, they played Thursday ago? night. It was after he got benched, I think. Um, and yeah, he took the oh, out. Oh, I didn't know out. that. He's That's... out on Mitch. I didn't know. Wow. He's out on Mitch. It took him a while, but. He's Even Northy said, down "That's it. I'm done." Well, I don't know how you. But Sylvie and I talked about it last week. Can you believe this? A, a man that has worked his whole life in football ascends to be the GM of the Bears, 
takes this guy with the number two pick. Like, it just shows you that nobody knows. And he traded up to do it. He traded up to do it. So we can question anybody because nobody is absolutely perfect. So many people loved Ryan Leaf back in the day. I like Ryan Pauls, and GMs are going to make mistakes. And I've gone over Ron Wolf and all the mistakes Mm -hmm. he made, okay? But Ron Wolf was never, he never stopped firing. He would always fire. He did not care. He's been in the game for so long, he knew he was going to miss. Yeah. He didn't care, but he kept firing and he kept firing. That's what you got to be able to do. But I like the way Poles does it. I like the way Poles acquires draft capital. I well, like he's that in the position too, but... of acquiring. Get what you want, get what you need, but acquire more going into next year. I think he just gets it. He gets the job, he gets the league. And you're right. That doesn't mean he's not going to make mistakes. He just gets right. it. That's the best way. We've had 5,000 votes on this poll question. It's 5, brought to you by your local Chicago. 5,000 year ago in votes. an hour. In one hour. It's a Can lot. Vote on my Twitter handle, at Waddle and Sylvie. It's brought to you by your local Chicagoland Toyota dealer. Why is Waddle on your Twitter handle? <laughs> this is, I took over the show page in 2009, and I've had it ever since. Is Ryan Pohl's trade with the Panthers the best trade in Chicago sports history? Yes or no? Oh, uh, wow. You know, I got to go to my, my, I gotta go to my baseball. The Cubs traded for a Cy Young winner that had the greatest second half in the history of the game. Jake Arrieta. The Cubs traded for Arrieta. The Cubs traded for Sammy Sosa. They, the Cubs traded for Ryan Sandberg. The Bulls traded for Dennis Rodman. The Bulls traded for Scotty Pippen on Bulls draft for Scotty. That's true. I wasn't even thinking so, about There's that. my That's, answer. No. We just named yeah, like three. They that, traded for Nikola Miritich. Until DJ Moore wins the MVP or they win a Super Bowl, the yeah, answer is no. I'm going to say no. But wait, it's not just that. I mean, it's remember Darnell Wright. It is. I know. It is DJ Moore. It is whoever the first round pick turns out to be. It's yep. whoever the second round pick turns out to be in 2025. Agreed, but the bar is pretty down? high. Vote on it. Agreed, but the bar is vote pretty high. I think I What'd would you s- vote. I voted just I now. would say no. I voted no. Only because like the Rodman and produced Sandberg trades. DJ Moore is one of the best receivers guess, in football. I right guess now. the Sandberg trade never really, you know, like they didn't win anything, but like but Ryan you Sanders. saw his career. Like, but you saw his Hall of Fame career. Yeah, I mean, you saw it in front of your eyes. He was, you know, I mean, Rick Hahn traded for Romy Gonzalez, right? Oh, no, this has got kidding. a chance. <laughs> it's got a chance of being the best trade. It does. in Chicago history. It does. Okay, I'd say it's it has a chance. It's, it's not legs. there yet. It's not, not there yet. It, it, so you're it, voting no now. I'm voting no I was now. going to be TBD still, but I wanted to put yes or no. So if you think it's TBD, you vote no. Did you Did you give the results or just? I have not given the results. Now I'm curious. Now I'm curious. Rodman led the league in rebounding every year. Well, and he was part of three championships. If they don't get him, Do they win three titles? They needed the rebounder. Remember think, that. Well, I not knowing it, who his replacement is, the answer is no. Do you remember why they got Rodman? Because Jordan well, wanted him and Pippen didn't. No, no. no well, I uh-uh. think so. A lot of it was San Antonio after the incident was ready to get rid. It was ready to dump him. Like you said, it they needed. Well, they a wanted rebounder. a player first. They they wanted they they got out rebounded by Orlando mm-hmm. the year before when they got eliminated when Michael well, came and, back and from and Horace baseball. Was gone. Horace was gone. They got out rebounded by Shaq well, and, Horace, and by Horace, Horace in, Orlando. in Orlando. Yes, and, and they, they got wanted, eliminated by Orlando, and they Anderson. wanted this. Power forward, who is also in the East. Terry Cummings. Who is eventually a part of a homicide. 
Damn, who was eventually Bison part of a Delhi. homicide. We should, know, we should know this way yeah, too No, now, now, Bison Daly was eventually killed. Yeah, but he And he was eventually a part of one of those Bulls teams. But I don't believe he was. I heard death and I came with Bison Craig Hodges lit something on fire, right? stop it. Stop it. I don't remember the story. Come on. By his wife. By his wife. Is that what happened? In a parking lot, I think, in Glenview or Northbrook. Good memory. The wife lit him on fire. That's what happened. Yes. Yes. That was the headlines. Who who was it? Up in smoke. Wasn't it? I think his name was, wasn't it Jason Williams? Uh, you might be right Jason about Williams that. From, from the, the Nets. Nets. Right. From the Nets. Right. Michael loved Jason Williams. You might be right. That, yeah. I think he ended up re-signing with the Nets. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. They could not get him. I think you're right. So Jerry went to San Antonio and he traded Will Purdue for Dennis Rodman. I think you're right. And often that. when we take the best free agent calls, people always call in with Rodman. And that's wrong. It trade. was a trade, trade for the one and only Will Purdue, who is... Now a great host but, well, on NBC Sports Chicago. Am I Chicago. remembering this right? That, but I do think Krause ran it by Jordan getting Rodman. Oh, they had to. Yeah, I think yeah. they had to. Yeah. Especially because like you never know with Krause. You never know with Krause. He could have just done it on his own. Jordan was in favor. They yeah. ran it by right. And they had to convince Pip. They ran, they, they ran it by no tipping right. Pippin. And he <laughs> wasn't necessarily in love with the move. No. Him and Rodman hated each other. I just other. remember Jordan was, and that's all that mattered. It all yeah. worked out. And it all, all right, worked boys, out. What else is coming up? Uh, so we'll take your calls, 312-332-3776. We'll talk to Matt Eberflus once he's done uh, with what Yurko is reporting is his contract, contract extension. extension. Is that what you're reporting? No, I'm wondering if the reason for the delay is the contract extension and or maybe he received NFL Coach of the Year. Okay. <laughs> so, well, should, we, should we loosen it up and ask him if that was the reason for his delay? Yes. Tell him that's why I Yurko thought wants delayed. to know. Yurko if... wants to know which one was it. Okay. Was it a contract extension signing or was it the mm. NFL Coach of the Year? So when Matt Eberflus is ready, and this is the last Eberflus show of the year. That's right. So we'll that's talk to Matt Eberflus. Even, even though I do acknowledge Stefanski's, uh, Stefanski's he's going to roll. Yeah, Stefanski. Yeah, Stefanski. He's Polish. Stefanski. Speaking of Dan Campbell, we were earlier. I do want to get, talk about that whole referee. Oh, yeah, we thing. talked about. Oh, that. You, I, 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 I don't know if you that. heard about the latest drama from that too. I don't think I did. There's an addendum on that as well. Oh, oh yeah. There's something new that Schefter reported today? within the hour today. I have not seen this. from that officiating crew. Okay, Good. I'll give so that we'll to you next. I'll tell you about that next. All right, and then Courtney on her. Um, she wrote, what was that? A whole uh, a, a, a thesis? A thesis it is. Her it's her college thesis. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. On uh, Justin I mean, Fields' it future. Is, it is. And then Will Bond, now, who is, who is texting by me. By the way, by the way, no plagiarism in there. This is all original thought. I just want you to know that. Is, of course. Courtney would never plagiarize. I know that. Someone on this station may, but not Courtney. Uh, at 5 o'clock... I'm talking bigger picture, but that's fine. Uh, 5 o'clock, uh, Michael Wilbon, who texted me over the weekend... Justin, Justin effing Fields. Mm. He is all things Justin <laughs> Fields these days. Why wouldn't days. he be? Yes. So, okay. all that and your phone calls coming up next. All right, sounds good. We'll see you tomorrow. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Snap, took in a throw. Fields going to launch down the right side. He's got DJ Moore behind the secondary. Makes the catch inside the 30. Drifting out of bounds to the 28-yard line of Atlanta. 
So these teams are feeling some early juice. Attacking defenses, 32-yard strike to DJ Moore. Three receivers left, snap, field, looking, fields, dancing, fields, throwing, deep corner of the end zone. The pass is caught, caught by DJ Moore for the touchdown. Touchdown, Bears. A little delay by the official before he threw him up, but that's six on the board on the opening drive, and the Bears convert on third and goal. They get a seven-yard touchdown. Field some more. First and goal. Fields with Taylor motioning left, then back to the right, takes the snap. Up the middle on the delay. Fields twisting left to the five, to the pylon. Puts the ball on the orange and into the paint. Touchdown, Bears. Justin Fields. Fourth of the year, a nine-yard touchdown. Caps off the drive at a 13-0 Bears lead. Fields empties it out. Three left, two right. Third down and eight, takes the snap. Pressure on his face. He is gobbled up, slips away, spinning, breaks a tackle. Now running to the 25, right to the 35, to the 40, and a first down. Wow. Houdini in big, bold letters. How he avoided getting sacked twice. Only he knows. 18-yard scramble. Got to be plumb tuckered out on that one. Wow! Joni Akinthea right here on ESPN 1000. I know he's had some unbelievable highlights and some big rushing games and some big games last year. But for me, I thought that was his best all-around game. Justin Fields in a Bears uniform. Um, that is what makes a dual-threat quarterback in Justin Fields. Uh, special when he's on point uh, with the accuracy, with with the throwing. It's what I've asked to see more of. It's why I have been a skeptic lately of what Justin Fields can do for the Bears. But he answered uh, the critics, including me, with his best performance against a really good defense and a, a resounding win for the Bears it was awesome to see, and it was an awesome game for the Bears on Sunday on the lakefront. Yeah, it was perfect with Atlanta being a dome team and everything. They come in here, and they just did not look uh, like themselves. Not that they're a great team, but uh, they were in the playoff hunt, and the Bears took them apart. It's a nice little just take a step back from all the emotion of who should be back and who should be gone. You know, it's a nice little end-of-the-season turn of events here, Sylvie, that they're starting to win games, finish games, Look better on offense. Look absolutely tremendous defensively. I mean, the turnover turnovers just keep on piling up. Um, I don't know if we necessarily saw this coming just a month ago. I did. Okay. Good. I, like, like for for those who have listened, I mean, like I, Tyler and, and Mallor, you guys could I listen. You, like I, I said after the Detroit game, like what got me excited and why I was so down about the Cleveland game. If you took it one game at a time and you went to that's why the Cleveland game was the key game that if you went to Cleveland and you won, you knew you had the two winnable games at home against Arizona and um, against Atlanta. Atlanta. And if you followed things, you knew that Atlanta was a dog team outdoors. They lost to Carolina in the rain outdoors. That Yes, they're good defensively, but you knew Heineke was playing. You knew they can't score. And if if they could have won that game, like the, the Bears had a chance to finish with a five or six game win streak mm-hmm. and play for the season at Green Bay. And like that, that's what was my rallying cry on the pregame show. It was my rallying cry to Waddle. Like 
here you go. If you beat Detroit, you beat Minnesota, whatever the order was, I forget what the order was without looking at the schedule. Like, you really could have closed this season out. And it's still going to be fun and it's still going to be a momentum push. But we really could have gone on a, a, a real playoff push at the end of the season. So for for those, for you or for anyone to say, I don't know who would have saw this coming. There were a lot of Bears fans who did see this coming. And if not for choking away a 10-point game in Cleveland, one that you should have won, um, we'd be talking about a play a winner-go-home game on Sunday. Having said that, there was a moment in time here that you could easily made a case. You could have easily made the case that Ibraflus, Getzi, and Fields were all gone. Like whether it be November first, October, whatever date it was. Like we were pretty sure someone's now. They all might be back. I'm just saying that's quite the turn of events mm-hmm. that they could be back, all of them. And it just depends on where they want to go with this thing. They want to start over with a new offense coordinator, keep it like we did last week. So that to me is the surprise that this is even a conversation that all of them might be saving their jobs. That seemed, in, in, you know, incomprehensible a few, uh, I would say, a month ago, that someone was going to be gone. That may not be the case, the Maybe way this I, team is playing. I, I still would bet on Getsy being gone. Maybe. Like I, I said food for thought uh, in a tweet that I sent out. Um, and, like, this, I'm not reporting this. This is not based on any sort of a, a fact or anything. This is a guess. This is, again, just bread, <laughs> breadcrumbs. Um, Frank Reich. That oh, yeah. if 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 Luke Getze is gone, at least Frank Reich coming in from an offense uh, from a assistant head coaching standpoint. For those who aren't who who are unfamiliar, Frank Reich was the head coach in Indy when Matt Eberflus was his defensive coordinator. They have a working relationship together. Matt Eberflus is already grabbing a lot by calling defensive plays. So. From an assistant head coaching standpoint, you've got another veteran head, a veteran head coach type in the building to help, you know, sort Especially of the, manage the, things on the side of the ball that that Eberflus right. isn't as strong. And as. I'm not, I don't know if he would be the offensive play caller. I don't know if he would be the guy. He could be OC slash assistant head coach. Um, and for those who also aren't aware, he got a raw deal in in Carolina. Um, the story goes that he wanted. Stroud. He did not want um, Bryce Young. The owner, who is a loose cannon, you saw this past weekend on social media, uh, him throwing the drink on a Jaguars fan. He wanted Stroud, C.J. Stroud. The owner strong-armed the coaching staff into taking the the player that the owner wanted in Bryce Young. So that was doomed to fail right away. He also was on the coaching staff of the Philadelphia Eagles when they groomed Carson Wentz. And Carson Wentz, you got to remember, early in his career was good. And then they won a Super Bowl when he was on that offensive staff. His title was the offensive coordinator with Nick Foles. Foles yep. So, like, I know a lot of people may look at that and say, bitter beer face. I don't want that. Frank Reich won games in Indy. Frank Reich won a Super Bowl as the O.C., in Philadelphia, with a working relationship, it may be something to consider. Yeah, I think between po- the I, two, I think Poles is going to have to weigh the progress Getsy has made compared to the big picture. The big picture doesn't look good, but the pro and that's the thing. This late season progress 
is very interesting. It it wasn't for sure. I know you you said it. We maybe you saw it coming, but we nobody had a crystal ball for sure that they were going to progress like this. So that's what he has to weigh. Do we keep the continuity? It's growing. It's growing. It's growing. Or do we we start over with someone that's going to utilize his uh, Justin's skill set more on the positive th- side of things? Uh, Meller was talking about this in the pre-show fistfight, and we want to hear from you at three one two three three two three seven seven six. This is exactly, if I told you, this is sort of like what you were saying about the positive vibes from a few weeks ago. But let's go back two years ago. If I told you after Ryan Poles was a a never-done-this general manager and you knew the Bears were tearing it down. And I told you that after two years that the Bears would possibly be 8-9 after their second year and that they would hold the number one pick. But not their own. Not their own. And then they would have their own pick. And that they would hold all the cards. They hold... This is like a Theo Epstein-esque or one (laughs) of the best general managing moves we have seen. If it's not the best trade in Chicago sports history, it's in the team photo. For sure. Because, okay, if you want the quarterback... You can draft the quarterback at number one. If you don't want the quarterback and you want Marvin Harrison like you want, you now have Washington and New England at two and three. You can say to them, one of you two have to trade to one. Because if you don't, we're going to shop the other team that pick and they're going to get their quarterback. So tell Washington, you want the hometown kid? Come get the number one. We'll move to number two. We're going to get more draft capital, and then we're going to take Marvin Harrison at number two. Maybe you stay the course with Justin Fields. Maybe you, maybe you move way down, and maybe you get three number one picks and another veteran player like you did. With, with, and maybe it's the gift that keeps on giving. Um, maybe, like I said, you draft the quarterback at one. Maybe you get a first-round pick or a high second-round pick for Justin Fields. And you use your draft on something else. Like, there are so many things at your fingertips right now because of the general managing that Ryan Poles has done. He hasn't been perfect. The Claypool trade was not a good one. Um, the Valus Jones draft pick was not a good one. But like I've told Waddle, uh, Jesse, there, there were a lot of early moves that Theo made in the rebuild that weren't good either. Veteran GMs make mistakes. You can't look at one mistake. One, you look at the big picture. He knows what he's doing. He gets it. And remember, this all happened with one horrendous season, as it turns out, meaning last year. That was This year's turning out to be okay, at least. Yeah. It's not like they had to tank for three straight years. They tanked one year. And if they had just played a little bit better early, it's uh, going back to that preseason, man. Four star. Come on, ready, ready to rock and roll. They were not ready to rock and roll. Other than that, yes, let Poles cook. Let him cook. Oh, are you going with the let yes. Poles cook slogan? Let Poles cook slogan. Put it on a shirt. So, like that is, it, like in the big picture of things, no matter where you stand on fields or what you want to do, he's got every uh, he's got every card in the deck. It's just what he wants to do with them. He he decides now. Now and and if he gets this right, as Meller said, 
Like the Bears they, could be a monster. They could, they could be, be great a monster for the next five years. And I mean, start with next year. It, it really has to be playoffs. I mean, you, that's bottom line with extra but wild with seven cards. Seven teams. You've got to make the playoffs. You got to make the playoffs. That's a good starting goal. point. That's a good goal. Whatever we do, we have to make the playoffs while we're growing this thing. They've got to build a juggernaut now. Mm-hmm. Like if you get the quarterback right, whether that's Fields. Maturing into the position like a lot of the Justin Fields fans think he can do. Or whether that is trading Justin, drafting the next quarterback, and him sort of taking the baton on a ready-made team and taking off with it. And that quarterback becoming great. This team needs to become a, a, a great team. Not a... Like, I know what you're saying. The starting point is making the playoffs. But this team needs to be, like, you know the the Cubs had the golden era from 15 to 20? Yeah. And they only won one. Like, people say they only, out. like, I'll take that right, run right, every right. time. The Bears need that type of run. Absolutely. Where, where you need to win kicks one the and go to three championship right. Uh, games. Right. And you, you let the chips fall where they may at that point. But if you're making the playoffs every year, good things happen. Look, the Chiefs have... Now, you know, they haven't repeated. They've won two, but they're, you know, they, yeah. they're going to have their ups and downs. As long as you're in the mix every year. We've never been in the mix every year. Yeah. We've had that one, those one-offs. Uh, I promised Carmen that I would read him this, and then you too. Yeah. Um, and, and then Matt Eberflus coming up as soon as he's done with what he's doing, whether that's preparing we for the Packers. We have phone lines. Of course we do. Three three two three seven seven six. Um, How about the NFL just thumbing their nose at bad refereeing? Referee Brad Allen and his crew, that was the Dallas-Detroit crew that screwed up the end of that game, mm-hmm. um, who last worked Saturday night's Lions-Cowboys game. They've been assigned to Saturday's Steelers-Ravens game on ESPN, back on national TV. So they have another big game, and the NFL's like, okay, they screwed up, we're going to dock them, but... Here you go. You didn't like the way they called that last nationally televised game. Here they are for you again. We don't care what you guys think. Well, does it really matter if it's nationally televised or not? I mean, if they... It's a marquee game. Well, I get it, but but every game is nationally televised in a sense. Jesse, if something, someone just screwed up... I don't know. The the NFL also took David Tepper. It's David Tepper, right? Yeah, I think so. Has he apologized yet? Has he been fined yet? I don't know. But it, like, and I saw a tweet today. Bud Adams, after he gave the double bird as the Tennessee Titans owner to fans, the opponent's fans, was fined 250K over a decade ago. Like the day after. Right. And he had to apologize. Here's this billionaire who threw a drink on a fan or fans. The NFL has not fined him yet. If a player did that. If a player did that, boom. Two days later, so, at, uh, at the very most. These officials screwed up, and they're still getting a primetime game that matters. Put, I, them, I, put them on a game that doesn't matter. I don't know. I, I'm i not sure you can do that. You why? Just, I mean, I don't know why. Why, why not? I mean, you can do what you're the, the NFL. You can do what you want. I assume these schedules come out like they're just told today when they're... When uh, they're I think so. Really? Yeah, I think That's so. weird. They can do whatever they they're want. Not, they, the officials don't have a schedule for their whole season. I don't. I don't believe so. That's weird. Wouldn't I don't you want to know. know where you're going and all that? Maybe, maybe for gambling reasons, they don't on purpose let people know. 
I don't, I don't think it's a big deal that what they're fishing. What would you do if you ran the league? Well, I, I would guess it's the same as like broadcasters, too. You don't know where you're going until a couple weeks beforehand, or in this case, you don't know right beforehand because you don't know how big the game is going to be. Don't you want the best officials on the best games? Don't you want the best broadcasters they, on the best do, games? Do, uh, broadcast is one thing. Do they do that with officials from week to week? I don't uh, even know that. I would hope so. I'm not sure that they do. They do it with the playoffs. So Playoffs are a different story. I get Why that. Why wouldn't you do it with your regular season also? I, I don't know because it just sounds kind of confusing. Which game's the biggest game of the week? And I, I, I'm what's assuming, the worst game this week? Wait what's a minute, a, you, what's you the least meaningful uh, game? That's the game you, I would have these you're guys. You're telling me officials are, are, are that fly commercial like the day after their last game? They have to go book the next game. I would assume this is figured out weeks in advance. We we need to know that answer. All right, is there an official we need to know listening? That answer. I don't know. You tell me that Alan Crew didn't know they were working this Saturday until today. This is what Schefter just tweeted. Brad Allen and his crew, who last worked Saturday well, Night's yeah. Lions Cowboys game, they've just they, announced they've it now. been assigned Saturday's Steelers Ravens game on but ESPN. Maybe it's just announced no, publicly but, now. No, here's the thing, though. It was, especially when you get to this late in the season, they the Baltimore and Pittsburgh didn't know they were playing Saturday until right. Sunday. So the referee crews, at least for Week 18, it's not like they they're okay. You know, yeah, I'm sure that's. I don't subject think it's to, a big deal that they're on a nationally televised. Okay, you've game. always been like an umpire backer no, too. No, that has nothing to do yes, with it. You have with what's his face. I know exactly what happened there. People aren't describing it right. You know what he did? Who's the guy that, that uh, was supposed to... Who was the guy that... Uh, Decker. Decker, right. Strick, what were the two names? Decker and what was the other guy? Who did chat uh, who, the, about who, reporting? Yeah, yeah. Who was the second one who, who, the second who reported? One? The, guy that, the guy that he actually called came in from the sideline. And the, even though the other two were standing there, the referee was looking at him. You saw him point to... to was it Decker that... that Decker's the one who caught it, who was not oh, uh, officially. But who's the other guy? The uh, and then they sent it was Panay Sewell, but he's not. The, he was no, also was, with Decker. I know. And then who did they? It Stricker was, or something like that. What was his name? Uh, anyway, the official was looking at the guy that came in from the sideline. Skipper. Skipper. He was looking at Skipper, and he pointed at Skipper. For some reason, he didn't. He didn't register. What Decker was saying, he pointed at Skipper from the sideline, and because he had he had already done it a bunch of because times. Skipper's part of their jumbo package, and he always right. goes ar- in. He and already reports. goes in, but that was part of why Dan Campbell explained it pregame. They wanted to be deceptive because they didn't want the Cowboys to know what was going on. I want them off my TV. But by the way, once he announced it, shouldn't he have stopped? We got we to go. Jesse right. breaking down officiating. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. 332-3776. Matt Eberflus is going to join us shortly. Has he been told he's coming back? Um, we'll ask him that question and uh, all your phone calls coming up.